everybody, welcome back to episode two in Contest Prep University, our series on five critical steps in planning your peak week. Uh, just today, Adam, I was speaking with a client about his upcoming peak week. And I said, hey, what have you trained this last week? I need to know the days, the workouts, et cetera. And I get kind of a, a you know brief answer, like I'm just blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, no, no. I really need to know the details because I'm planning your peak week. And there are certain principles I want in place on certain days and body parts and, and days of recovery and around the contest day itself. But I can't just throw that at you in an arbitrary manner. I still have to match it up to what you are doing this week. You know, I don't want back-to-back -back things happening toward the end of the week or you being overtrained. And I know, like you said in the last episode, some coaches just have kind of their cookie cutter template. Here's peak week. And when it comes to training uh, and, and you're planning your peak week, you know, we don't have to get into the details of how you would do every aspect of the training, but what kind of communication do you need and, and what do you need to communicate to your clients about how they're going to plan their training for peak week? Yeah, most of my clients are logging their training or doing training with me, so that makes it way easier. Um, these situations only come up, but they're typically not sharing what I need them to share. So we usually have that information ahead of time. I'd say one of the biggest things is the travel date. What time is it going to be? You know, if they're really early, you know, they may have a higher cardio day and maybe they don't have time to do that. Uh, maybe they don't have the ability to go to gym when they first get there. So you may need to have an actual rest day, maybe a lower food day on that day. But I do always tell clients anything can be adjusted. I actually had somebody miss their flight. Um, so they needed two rest days because they'd spent all day at the airport planning to get to their destination and have that as off day. Well, then the next day also allowed for no training at all either. So we had two rest days, so then we just adjusted the food intake down, which was obviously a surprise for both of us. And, you know, it's never nice to pull someone's food away, but my job's not always to be nice, but to make the person look the best that they can. So um, since they didn't have that expenditure, we did drop uh, calories just a little bit on both of those days. And then we actually ended up skipping one of the muscle groups um, fully and did a very um, light workout with that muscle group uh, the next day. But it was uh, more like two sets of exercises versus four or five. So just for a little bit of a pump, uh, so then they didn't feel completely flat from not training that area. I think a little bit of inflammation is a good thing in those areas. So a little bit of movement and a little bit of extra blood flow is never a bad thing going into your show. Yeah, you made a, a really good couple of points. And for those interested, you know, we do have entire series on how to train during peak week and what that whole concept would be like. But just in terms of planning it, what you said, Adam, was fantastic in that you, you travel is a big deal. It's one of the first things I ask a client when I'm preparing their peak week is, you know, do you have to travel? How far? Plane, car, et cetera. And like you said, they may be getting up at three in the morning for a flight and I may have wanted a certain amount of movement. And so will you have time once you're there? Will you have access to a certain kind of gym? Those are the kind of things to know ahead of time. 
And your other point is, you know, it, there's a purpose to the training. It doesn't mean that it has to go, you know, exactly as planned. There have to be some modifications at times. And what I, what I do with my training, because again, I'm, I'm wanting a little bit of a taper, you know, we're, you, you said it perfectly. Movement is great. We need some blood flow. We need glycogen usage and resynthesis. We want those variables all heading in the direction that we want them heading in so we can be as predictable and consistent as possible, but there is more weighted, more ways to do that. And so in an instance where somebody is even more active instead of less, you know, maybe you need to increase food. You mentioned that time when you had to take a little bit away. Um, but anything else in terms of what you think somebody should really consider as they're looking into peak week in terms of just planning how it's going to go? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that because during this conversation, I'm just thinking how flexible people need to be. Uh, everyone does want a plan and we are planning in advance, but really to bring the best result, we're probably going to have to change some things. And if you're a macro tracker, that's going to be a little bit easier. I do have clients that prefer meal plans during prep. Um, and unfortunately, I kind of choose a, a, a loading food for them because if they're such a planner, I might have them keep rice cakes on hand because it's really easy carbs for them to get in or extra potato, have this ready um, and be prepared to eat it when I say so, just in case. So, and it doesn't mean anything's wrong. It's wrong if I don't change something and just let you be. So the mindset of, you know, having some things come up last minute and, and I've seen competitors who can't handle that. And you really need to grow into that mindset to be, be your absolute best. You need, you need the dynamics, the changes versus just following you know, a perfect plan. I know bodybuilders are scheduled, but you got to break that schedule a bit to bring the perfection to the stage. Yep. And I know you keep kind of leaning toward speaking about food and we're going to get there eventually, but uh, in our next episode in this series, guys, we're going to talk about some micronutrition audits that you may need to take. So uh, we will see you next time in episode three in Contest Prep University.